the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today on Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. Just as creation here, the world and Genesis 1-2, just as it was without form and void, the same was true for us before the light of Jesus Christ shined into our hearts, right? I mean, we were without form. We didn't have purpose. We didn't have meaning. We were void. We were empty. We were in darkness. But the Holy Spirit was at work in our lives convicting us of sin. Earth full of cracks and crannies, pitch black, according to Genesis, and in the beginning, it all started with God. Do you ever feel like you're in the dark? Jesus is ready to shine His cleansing light on all the crevices of your life, whether they're good or bad. He made every good thing to be enjoyed by all, as Pastor Dan explains today. Humankind is the cherry on top of His creation. God is the only one who brought this world into existence. Now, here's Pastor Dan in the book of Genesis chapter 1 for today's edition of Ring of Truth. There's a ring of truth that is unmistakable Knowing that you cannot find them all And if you listen carefully And sometimes even if you don't You can hear chapter 1. The reason we are taking our time with these opening chapters of Genesis is because they're so important. Uh, As I said in previous weeks, every core Christian doctrine that we believe begins in Genesis. And so if we get Genesis wrong, then we're going to get everything else wrong. Okay, So it's important for us to take our time going through Genesis. So what we're going to do is we're going to look at the first day of creation, uh, but I want to read the whole creation account for us. So I'm going to read a lot of verses, but we're not going to study a lot of verses. So don't get too hopeful about that. We're just going to read it. So Genesis 1, 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Then God said, let there be light, and there was light. And God saw the light, that it was good, and God divided the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And so the evening and the morning were the first day. Then God said, let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters and let it divide the waters from the waters. Thus, God made the firmament and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament. And it was so. And God called the firmament heaven. And so the evening and the morning were the second day. 
And then God said, let the waters under the heavens be gathered together into one place and let dry land appear. And it was so. And so God called the dry land earth and the gathering together of the waters he called seas. And God saw that it was good. And then God said, let the earth bring forth grass, the herb that yields seed and the fruit tree that yields fruit according to its kind, whose seed is in itself on the earth. And it was so. And the earth brought forth grass, the herb that yields seed according to its kind and the tree that yields fruit, whose seed is in itself according to its kind. And so God saw that it was good. So the evening and the morning were the third day. Then God said, let there be lights in the firmament of the heavens to divide the day from the night and let them be for signs and seasons and for days and years and let them be for lights in the firmament of the heavens to give light on the earth. And it was so. Then God made two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. He made the stars also. Oh, by the way, he also made the stars. God set them in the firmament of the heavens to give light on the earth and to rule over the day and over the night and to divide the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good. So the evening and the morning were the fourth day. Then God said, let the waters abound with an abundance of living creatures and let birds fly above the earth across the face of the firmament of the heavens. So God created Great sea creatures and every living thing that moves with which the waters abounded according to their kind and every winged bird according to its kind. And God saw that it was good and God blessed them, saying, be fruitful and multiply and fill the waters in the seas and let birds multiply on the earth. So the evening and the morning were the fifth day. Then God said, let the earth bring forth the living creature according to its kind, cattle and creeping things and beasts of the earth, each according to its kind, and it was so. And God made the beast of the earth according to its kind, cattle according to its kind, everything that creeps on the earth according to its kind, and God saw that it was good. Then God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. And God said, see, I have given you every herb that yields seed, which is on the face of all the earth, and every tree whose fruit yields seed. For you it shall be for food. Also to every beast of the earth, to every bird of the air, and to everything that creeps on the earth, in which there is life, I have given every green herb for food. And it was so. Then God saw everything that he had made, and indeed it was very good. So the evening and the morning were the sixth day. Thus the heavens and the earth and all the hosts of them were finished. 
And on the seventh day, God ended his work, which he had done, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work, which he had done. Then God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it because in it he rested from all his work, which God had created and made. This is the history of the heavens and the earth when they were created in the day that the Lord God made the earth and the heavens. So again, we're just going to look at the first day of creation, but I wanted to give you the context of the whole creation account in the book of Genesis. So from the first sentence of Scripture, we are confronted with a choice. Either we believe that God created the heavens and the earth out of nothing, or we believe he didn't. That's the choice from the first sentence of the book. Either Genesis 1-1 is true or it's not. Either everything began with God creating or everything began with nothing. That's the choice. So in verse 1, he begins with the creation of the universe and the earth. And then in verse 2, God focuses on the earth specifically. This is, this is going a direction. He's narrowing it down now. In verse 2, he tells us the earth, when he created it, the earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the water. So initially, when God created the earth, it was without form and void. It was, it was formless and empty. And over the week of creation, God gives the earth form, and he fills it with life. It says that darkness was over the deep, and, and the deep refers to the oceans or the seas. So, so initially, the earth was entirely covered with water. It was like a ball of water. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. And so here we see the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God participated in the creation of the heavens and the earth. The third person of the Godhead. It says the Holy Spirit was hovering over the waters of the earth. The Holy Spirit was brooding over the waters like, like a bird brooding uh, over its young. The same word is used in Deuteronomy 32.11 to describe an eagle brooding over her young in the nest and spreading out her wings over them, caring for her young, protecting her young. That's how the Holy Spirit is depicted here in the, in the creation account and in, in creating of everything on the earth. The Holy Spirit was, was like a bird brooding over the face of the waters. That's a fitting description of the Holy Spirit. In the New Testament, the Holy Spirit is described as like a dove, right? And so here we, we see the Holy Spirit uh, brooding over the face of the deep, over the face of the earth. Uh, the Holy Spirit was clearly involved in the work of creation. Uh, Job chapter 26, verse 13 says, By His Spirit, He adorned the heavens. By his spirit, he adorned the heavens. So the Holy Spirit was involved in creation. Jesus was also involved in 
the work of creation and creating the heavens and the earth. A couple passages for you that you can jot down. John chapter 1, verse 1, says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Speaking of Jesus, He was in the beginning with God. John 1, 1 begins in a similar way to Genesis 1, 1. In the beginning was the Word. And the word was with God and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. And then it says, all things were made through him. And without him, nothing was made that was made. And so all things were made through Jesus. You're listening to Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton of Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City, Maryland. We'll return to the second half of today's message in a moment. But first, here's a word from Pastor Dan. It's my privilege to share the Word of God with you through our radio ministry, Ring of Truth. Thank you for tuning in each day. Hey, I would love to hear from you. Will you take a moment to email me to tell me how these daily studies have ministered to you? I want to hear your story. You can email me through our website at calvaryec.com. That's calvaryec.com. Thanks, Pastor Dan. Now let's join him again for the conclusion of today's edition of Ring of Truth. Another verse for you, Colossians chapter 1, verse 16, speaking of Jesus, for by him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created through him and for him. All things were created through Jesus Christ and for Jesus Christ, including you and me. We were created for him, to know him and have a relationship with him. And he is before all things and in him all things consist. All things are held together. Jesus is the one holding everything together. And the Bible tells us that one day he's going to let everything go. And the heavens and the earth will be dissolved. And he'll make a new heavens. And a new earth. Uh, A final verse for you. Revelation chapter 4. Verse 11. There it says of Jesus. You are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things. And by your will they exist. And they were created. Including us. Including you and me. And so the whole entire Godhead, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit were involved working together in creating the heavens and the earth. And that brings us to verse 3. Then God said, so we see God speak for the first time here. Then God said, Let there be light. And there was light. Now the light in verse 3 is not the sun, S-U-N. It's not the sun because this is the first day of creation. The sun is created, or was created, on the fourth day of the creation week. So this is not the sun giving this light. So, so then the question is, well, how can you have light without the sun? What is the source of this light in verse 3? Well, I can tell you that in the rabbinical writings, it says that this light is the light of the Messiah. That it's the glory 
of the Messiah. And of course, we know the Messiah of Israel is Jesus Christ. Again, in John chapter one, speaking of Jesus, it says, and the light shines in the darkness. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. If you remember the story of his transfiguration, when Jesus was transfigured before Peter, James and John, it says his face shone like the sun and his clothes became as white as light as his glory shined forth like the sun. And here we are at creation and his light, his glory filled the universe. Now, in, in Revelation, Revelation 21, 23. There it, it tells us about the new heavens and the new earth that Jesus will create after this one is dissolved. He creates a new heavens and a new earth. He creates a new Jerusalem where we will dwell with God for all eternity, forever and ever. And it says in Revelation 21, 23. That in that new Jerusalem in eternity, there will be no need of sun or moon for the glory of God will illuminate the city and the lamb will be its light. The lamb of God, Jesus Christ and in eternity in the new heavens, in the new earth, in the new Jerusalem, there's not going to be a sun. There's not going to be a moon. There won't be a need for the sun because the lamb, Jesus Christ, will be the light. His glory will be the light and we will walk and live in the light of Jesus Christ for all eternity. And here at the creation, we see the light of Jesus filling the universe. Notice also in verse three. God said, let there be light. And there was light. God spoke and it was. God spoke and the light appeared. Psalm 33, verse six says, the Lord merely spoke and the heavens were created. He breathed the word and all the stars were born. For when he spoke, the world began. It appeared at his command. God sovereignly spoke creation into existence. And there was not some long process to it. God spoke and it happened instantly. Hebrews 11.3 says, by faith, we understand that the entire universe was formed at God's command. Everything was formed at God's command, at God's word. And so here in the first three verses, we have, you know, the earth was created, but it was without form and void Darkness was on the face of the deep. The Holy Spirit is, was hovering over the waters. Then God said, let there be light. And there was light. Now, in the New Testament, the Apostle Paul tells us that this is what God did in our lives, too. In 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 6, Paul says, For God, who said, let there be light in the darkness has made this light shine in our hearts so we could know the glory of God that is seen in the face of Jesus Christ. Paul actually quotes Genesis 
chapter 1, verse 3. And he says, just as God said, let there be light at the creation and the light of God shined in the darkness. God has made the light of Jesus Christ shine into our hearts. And just as creation here, the world and Genesis 1, 2, just as it was without form and void, the same was true for us before the light of Jesus Christ shined into our hearts, right? I mean, we were without form. We didn't have purpose. We didn't have meaning. We were void. We were empty. We were in darkness. But the Holy Spirit was at work in our lives. Convicting us of sin and convicting us of our need for Jesus Christ, convicting us of our need for salvation. So even though our life had no purpose, it had no meaning, we were empty, we were in darkness, the Holy Spirit was at work, brooding over us, if you will, and then God said, let there be light. And he made the light of Jesus Christ shine in our hearts. And he called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. And then, and then God went about the business of bringing order to our life. Just as he does here in the creation story. And filling us, filling, our, filling us with life. Just as he does here. Verse 4 says, and God saw the light, that it was good. God said, let there be light, and there was light, and God saw the light, that it was good. Seven times in chapter 1, God described his creation as, as good. God saw that it was good. As God went through the process of creating, he took pleasure in how well his creation turned out it was good and think about that as God is creating and going through this week and creating he's saying oh this is good oh this is really good this is good good for who good for mankind good for mankind Genesis shows us this opening chapter of Genesis shows us That mankind is the pinnacle of God's creation. And everything that God created on the earth, He created for the benefit and blessing of mankind. He created everything here for man to enjoy. And so as God is creating, He's saying, oh, this is good. Wait till Adam sees this. He's going to love this. Oh, this is so good. He's, this is going to blow his mind when he sets his eyes upon this. He's going to be so blessed. Now listen, listen. Give me your attention. In chapter 3, we'll get there someday. In chapter 3, when Adam and Eve sinned and they ate the forbidden fruit, understand They they didn't just sin against God's command. They sinned against all the goodness that God had provided for them. Their sin ruined the good creation that God had created for them to enjoy that was intended to be a blessing and a benefit to them. 
We're so glad you tuned in to hear today's edition of Ring of Truth. Pastor Dan is continuing to teach through the book of Genesis, verse by verse, chapter by chapter. If you'd like to hear this message again, or to listen to additional teachings from Pastor Dan, you're welcome to visit our website at calvaryec.com. Once there, you can listen to or download a wide range of previous broadcasts. Otherwise, simply subscribe to our podcast. Our podcasts provide you with up-to-date teachings through the Bible and can be taken with you wherever you might be. This can be advantageous for those who are on the go much of the time. You'll find a link to subscribe to our podcast at our website, calvaryec.com, or just search for Ring of Truth in iTunes. We'd love to hear how Ring of Truth has had an impact on your life. So please let us know by giving us a call at 410 410- 491-4592. That number again is 410-491-4592. We'd also really like to know how we can be praying for you. So when you call, don't be afraid to share your prayer request with us. We'd be happy to pray with you and for you. Ring of Truth is a ministry of Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City in Columbia, Maryland. We hope you'll make sure to join us again as Pastor Dan continues teaching in this series through the book of Genesis. We look forward to the next edition of Ring of Truth. I see the signs and I recognize the hands that craft and am what I know because I know His voice and it only takes J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.